1: I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and business women, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I find today's guest really fascinating in what she does, so I am looking forward to sharing her with you. Jacqueline Witt is an award-winning screenwriter and co-director of Family Friendly Screenwriting Academy. She has two feature films, a season one of a sitcom currently in pre-production. She's a former homeschool mom and the proud mother of two adult children, one of which is on the autism spectrum. Jacqueline has over 20 years of experience working in the field of supporting adults and children with disabilities including finding creative ways to make accommodations for students with learning disabilities. And with all of it, I mean, just I find it fascinating, the Screenwriting Academy, all of the things that you're doing. So with that being said, Jacqueline, welcome to Word of Mom Radio.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: It's my pleasure. I would love for you to take us on your journey. And what led you Not only to supporting people with disabilities, but how you weave this all into your screenwriting academy.
2: My experience working or even just being uh, around people with disabilities happened very, very young. My parents actually took people into our home to live with us, and that was a way that my mom was able to continue to be a stay-at-home mom, but continue to, to bring in an income. But with that, I mean, you can't have someone live in your home and not have them feel like part of the family. And so my sister and I, we were able to learn a lot from this experience, and we we bonded with the people that lived with us. And the first person that lived with us was on the autism spectrum, but he was quite severely autistic. And we learned some sign language in order to communicate with him. We also learned how to watch him in order to understand what he really was getting at, because sometimes he didn't have the vocabulary, even with his signs. And so in that situation, my creativity kicked in to where I was able to pay attention to little things that... I think most people probably wouldn't need to pay attention to just because when we communicate with each other, we can clearly articulate what we need or our emotions are easier to read. That's not so easy when you're with people that have disabilities. Uh, Sometimes their emotions, either they're hidden or they kind of explode into secondary emotions. So, you know, he might have been confused about something, but it turned into anger very quickly. And so we had to figure out what was really going on. And so with my creativity, like I've always been into um, performing arts, whether it be music or acting. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian or an actress, or I wanted to run a daycare. Like these were my passions when I was in elementary school. So then as I got older, clearly I had this capacity to be able to connect with people that maybe weren't as simple or uh, common to to connect with. And and in that, I was able to really kind of, I guess, hone a skill where I could read people. And then that took me into working with homeschoolers. And a lot of the homeschoolers I worked with had neurodiversity in the sense that like they either had severe anxiety or they had a, a global delay, which is where everything in their maturity is delaying or on the autism spectrum, like all of these things. And so learning was difficult for them because of these things. It doesn't mean they weren't capable. It just meant that it was difficult. They couldn't do it the same way. So again, my creativity kicked in where I could actually figure out how best to help them overcome this hurdle that was in front of them. So for example, this one kid that I started working with, he was 15 and he had kind of just been pushed through the, the school system and nobody really was paying attention to how much he was struggling. So his, his mom decided to homeschool him and that's where I came in. And so he had this mental block that he could not learn math. And so I spent a bit of time getting to know him and then I approached it the next day. I said, okay, he loved Minecraft. And so I said, we're going to play Minecraft, but we're not going to turn on the computer. And I brought in some grid paper. And I said, we're going to actually draw things out on the paper. And then after, you can go and make it on the, the computer. And so we actually did geometry that way. And so all of a sudden, he realized he could do math. And so this is where I I love to be able to share with people that if you approach a struggle by using something that you're actually already good at, you could actually overcome that struggle. And so the screenwriting comes in, believe it or not, with my own struggle. When I look back, I can see that I actually have ADHD. And I mean, I had kids when I was in elementary school, kids would tell me, that like I needed to calm down. Younger kids than me would tell me to calm down. Like <laughs> that's so much energy I just always had. And what I struggled with was paragraphs and expanding, you know, elaborating on things. And and these are one of the things that school requires you to do, you know, writing essays or short stories or or whatever. And you would think someone that was very creative like I was would love creative writing. And it was exhausting for me because writing in this way was just not how my brain functioned, not easily anyway, but scripts. When I was 11, I started writing scripts. And in my mind, I was writing for stage. but I loved being creative this way because with a script, you don't have to elaborate on things. In fact, you're not supposed to. You don't have to write long paragraphs. You have to organize a story for sure, but basically just write the details that are absolutely necessary. So you write the location, you write, you know, whatever's going on in the scene and who's in it, and then you get straight to the dialogue. And that is what I love. So I was able to pursue my creativity in a way that my brain could actually process it. I've since learned how to, you know, write the paragraphs, and I've written articles, I've been published in magazines and stuff, but that was something that took me a lot longer to learn and it was something that it required me to use the creativity that I already had in order to actually accomplish that
1: interesting it's amazing to me how life intersects it mm-hmm. really does and the journeys that we wind up on Do you have different success stories you can share with us about how learners that are struggling find their strengths, find their interests, and things like that through the work that you're doing?
2: Absolutely. So one of the students that i worked with, his anxiety was so severe that they couldn't even get an actual diagnosis for him. They knew that he was struggling intellectually, but they couldn't even do like an IQ test or anything because his anxiety was so severe, he couldn't even answer questions. So they had no idea where his capacity was at. And so when I was working with him, my job actually was more so to spend the time with him to help break down some walls and to to just do what we could do. But it was mostly to keep him socialized because what he wanted to do was just stay in his room. And for a time, he would not leave his room. So the fact that he left his house so that he could sit with me at a cafe for an hour so we could do some schoolwork, that was actually a big deal in and of itself. But what ended up happening was, as I said, like I pay attention to the the details of what is really going on, and I noticed this kid seemed to perk up whenever I would talk about stories. And so I thought, well, maybe we should we should pursue English. And so I started, you know, doing some work with him on just some English skills or whatever. And so one day, he kind of just smiled and said, um, can I show you something? And I said, sure. And so Logged into this website that I guess he he uses and he showed me he had been writing a novel on an, an, an actual novel and I read it and it was good I mean he was 15 or 16 maybe he was writing probably uh, at a, a couple years behind his level but for somebody that was had so much anxiety that he hadn't even been able to do schoolwork for years to the point where his parents didn't even know what his IQ was. Like There was no way to to know what was going on with this kid, but secretly in his own home and his own time, he had a passion and he had creativity and he was pursuing it. And so once he showed that to me, and he knew that I was a writer, and so this is kind of how we connected. So for him, he actually was kind of being vulnerable in that moment to show his writing to another writer. I mean, it was very impressive. And I I asked him, like, can we show this to your parents? And when we pursued this, all of a sudden, things opened up for him, where he even started to tell me about some traumas that had happened in his past, to where at one point, he had been separated from his mother in a very populated area, and so he had this panic attack when he was three, and this is where his anxiety stemmed from. And, you know, as we talked through that, and he realized, well, he's not three anymore. And if that happened today, he'd be okay. His anxiety started to ease. And like a year later, I saw him working at the movie theaters. Like he had a job. This is where when we really encourage creativity and just passions in general, whether it's creative passion or just the capacity, it can really draw something out of a person. Like that's where joy comes from. This is where a sense of belonging and and value like a lot of this stuff can stem from that and and it can feed into that so that's just the one success and as I said about the uh the boy who struggled with math and doing Minecraft in his own mind he's doing Minecraft but really he's doing geometry he overcame that blockage with math because we used a strength that he had and for my own son who's on the autism spectrum, he actually struggled a lot with suicidal ideation because he knew there was something different about him, but he didn't really know what. And so this is where we finally got a diagnosis when he was 12. And it was something that allowed him to kind of finally understand why there was something different about him. But then when I realized that, I realized that his passion for computers, to make a lot more sense but also I realized that if I could really press into that not only could it eventually be a job for him like he could actually create um, income for himself but it clearly brought him joy and so we were able to support that creativity because you know as a mom I really kind of wanted to steer him away from screens because you know you read so much how screens are like not good for kids or whatever but you know, he was actually using it for his creativity. And so I thought, okay, there's there's got to be a balance here. We need to let him pursue this. It is clearly his capacity. And in that, he actually does now work as a video game programmer. I'm, I know nothing about computers. I have such a hard time explaining what he does. But, but, but yeah, he, he builds video games. And so he's great at what he does. And he has joy when he does it. And as we were pursuing this, his anxiety and to depression, like everything started to fade away to where he had moments that, you know, depression might pop up or whatever, but it was moments. It wasn't this ongoing, constant way of feeling. And so we were able to navigate that a lot better.
1: I love hearing stories like this. And it's amazing because it really is true when you are able to find that connect between something that seemed to be a disconnect where you can find that common ground of something that they already like and then can plug in something they are struggling with to where it makes sense. And that light bulb moment happens. It's a great feeling. It really mm-hmm. is.
2: And, you know, no matter who we are, like whatever our struggles are, there's going to be plenty of opportunities to have to overcome struggles. And I think that a lot of the time, you know, as parents, we try to help in the areas where kids struggle instead of recognizing like, I need to put as much or more energy into recognizing where my kids are flourishing and really press into that. Because I know for myself, like, I barely passed English, so it's kind of ironic that I became a writer. But, <laughs> but in when I was going through school, and like I said, I was writing scripts. This was all on my own time. Nobody even knew I was doing it. It was like a secret passion of mine for like probably two decades. Until I finally wrote a a screenplay and I showed it to my parents and they were like, where did this come from? (laughs) But I was writing music, I was writing poems. like, And so clearly there was this capacity and this interest, this passion to create and to write and to tell story in some form. I just didn't fit into what fit in with school. And this is why I love homeschooling. And so this actually ties into what we're doing with Family Friendly Screenwriting Academy. We have a screenwriting for teens program. And so as I'm saying this, like, I'm wanting parents to think like, if you have highly creative teens, but they're struggling to tell their stories, like to actually get them out rather than just saying them, like writing them down is just like, that's exhausting it's possible that there could be an executive function issue with that where potentially the, the writing format, the style of it is not what works for your child's brain. But maybe they do have stories that need to get out. And it's possible. I'm not saying screenwriting's for everyone. But for those people that it is for, it is an absolute game changer. Like if I had not found writing scripts I would not be a writer. I probably would have had to, I would have pursued something else, like maybe music or something like that. But even that was hard because, I mean, you know, if you are going to be in business, if you're a creative person, it doesn't automatically equate to being somebody who's a business. And and so this is where I actually initially wanted to pursue music, but it was so hard from running the business side of things because it does become more of a business than an art. And so I kind of had to reevaluate that, and I realized, okay, as a screenwriter, it is more about the writing than it is about the business. There is business involved, but I get to pursue more so the writing, and this is where my husband comes in also, because he takes care of a lot of the administrative stuff, the stuff that my brain doesn't actually do naturally, and I couldn't do it without him, to be honest, so we're a good team for that, but for the students, especially homeschoolers, because For the Screenwriting for Teens program, it can actually be used as part of homeschool curriculum. We have the learning outcomes are listed on the website, so you could actually see like it checks a lot of the boxes for high school English classes. So you may have to supplement with something, but good chance you wouldn't even have to do that. So yeah, I would encourage parents that are struggling with getting their teens to do English class and, and you think like, well, they're so creative, they have all these stories. I should put them in creative writing, but they hate the idea. Why? You know, and, and so um, if they were able to pursue screenwriting, they would know that they could pursue writing their story, but they wouldn't have to write long paragraphs. They would be able to focus on just getting the story out there. And step by step, we lead them through it. So it's not like this big chunk where it's like, hey, here, write your movie. It's like, no, okay, first we're going to start with this piece. Okay, now let's go to this piece. And so we've laid it out. It's really actually a mentorship program. It's not just an educational program.
1: On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win.
2: Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org. Dot org for more information
1: are you experiencing insomnia brain fog hot flashes mood swings and more these are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road a healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain but brain love health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement especially for women to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag. So you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags dot com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, cause safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We're talking with Jacqueline Witt about the family friendly screenwriting academy and what you said right before our break. Between the mentorship and the educational part of it. I love that there are these elements because again You know, as you were saying earlier, when you go to write a story, there's so much involved, whereas you're writing that screenplay, you can get to the crux of what you're trying to say without having to have all of the other elements involved. So explain this and how it really is beneficial to the neurodiverse learners that are out there.
2: Part of how we assign homework is we actually have Google Forms that will allow students to be able to answer questions right in the form. So they don't have to try to you know, answer in complete sentences or any of that, because that's not part of the course. What we do for the homework is just, we want to check in to make sure that they understand certain elements. So for example, they will be assigned to watch movies. woo <laughs> And they can draw out and point to certain elements within the movies so that they can understand how to break down the structure. And so this will become a really fun exercise for them, but it will also become something that they will start to be able to think about their own story because we want them to write their own story, which they get to decide what their story is about. And so this is one of the things that I used to do when I was working with homeschoolers was to find out where their interest was. And when I worked with uh, my own son, I told him, okay, we're going to work on writing an essay, but... You get to pick whatever the topic is. It doesn't matter to me. And so he he wrote it on video games, of course, but he wrote a good essay. And I think it's because he had some buy-in. So with this program, if the students have a story that they want to develop, they're going to have that buy-in because it's something that's coming from inside them. I'm not putting them on that. You know, they came to me with their story, and my job is to help draw it out and help them to organize their story so that they can write it and bring it to life. So by making the homework itself simple, by allowing the students to have the control over what story they're going to write, they actually have a lot of the work done for them in the sense that with homework, they're not having to start on the page that's blank. And I know that that might sound like what's the big deal to people that are, you know, neurotypical, like, okay, it's a blank page. And, you know, I have a question on this page, and so I can answer it on this page. For people that have neurodiversity, that's actually a complicated process. And just starting writing is actually very difficult. And so when you actually already have the questions are on the page and you're just continuing and filling out the form, It actually takes part of the executive function requirement out of it. So there's that part. Secondly, they're not going to be asked to elaborate in paragraphs. Elaborating is like, but why? I said what I needed to say. Why do I have to keep talking about it? And then you just make up words for the sake of making up words, but you kind of feel like I already got to the point. And so this is why screenwriting is amazing for that, because you need to write concisely. That's how it's done. So for those people that their brain works that way, where they're just very concise and they're always answering in really short statements where they got to the point, they said what they needed to say, screenwriting works for that because you have to do it that way. There's no elaborating. And so I'm thankful for that, personally. (laughs) Another thing that students are going to find fun is uh, the movies.
1: Do you have specific kinds of movies that you have them watch, or is it really what they want to
2: pick? Well, there is some of where I can tell them, you know, you can choose your uh, the movie that you want, and then you break it down. But at the beginning, we start with assigned ones, and we go through a few different genres. They're all going to be family-friendly. Like what our business is about, family-friendly screenwriting academy. The whole thing is that we actually teach – from the family-friendly perspective. As a screenwriter, I've taken a lot of programs uh, at different places, and I'm always assigned to watch movies or television shows as part of my curriculum so that we can talk about it, break it down. But almost all the time, I'm assigned to watch something that is actually outside of my own personal value system, and so I have to force myself out of that just for the learning process. And for myself, I just thought, there's got to be a better way to do this. And so our entire program, any assignments that we give for people to do, whether they're adults or teens or, or whatever, it's all family friendly. And therefore, you can learn the skill without having to force yourself outside of your value system, whatever that may be. So yeah, there will be some specifically assigned movies in the beginning so that you know we can see that okay, this same thing, first we'll start with comedy, and then we'll do like a sports movie, and then we'll do maybe a drama. And, you know, so we can go through these different genres so that they can see that these same same structural elements are in all of these genres. Mm -hmm. And so then that way, uh, they can see how their own story can fit into a genre. And okay, so that's what that could look like for me. I teach actually from a variety of different learning styles, like my background is really playing into this. And so there are a lot of different ways to approach creating your, your structure and your plot line for a movie. And so this is great because there's a variety of different learning styles. Regardless of what their learning style is, there's going to be something that will make sense to them. And so whenever I'm teaching my students, I give them exposure to a variety of options. And then I ask them, like, which one seems to make the most sense to you? And then they're like, well, I think this one. And I'm like, okay, so forget the rest. Let's just do that. And so I can work with them with wherever they're at because I've learned all of them now. So, you know, this is where, again, the creativity and the passion has overcome my own struggles to where because I am passionate about screenwriting and I'm passionate about mentoring and like I've learned all of these ways of doing it, not because my brain just wanted to learn stuff or just automatically understand stuff, but because I found value in it. And so I had the buy-in. And so I've been able to learn all of this and now I'm able to help others learn the same.
1: What a great way to end this conversation. As we're wrapping up, Jacqueline, what do you want to leave our listeners with and how may they reach out to you?
2: I would love to tell listeners that screenwriting is one of those things for people that just they have stories. Like if your kid's just always saying like, wouldn't it be funny if there was this kind of person in this kind of situation? Pay attention to, to those things because that's a writer in the making. They've got a story inside them. They've got all of that developing. And so for people that have that creativity, when they have the chance to pursue it, then it actually, it brings them joy. And you can learn so much, even just like social skills from script writing because you have to take perspective of all the characters involved. Okay, and so you can find us at FamilyFriendlyScreenwriting.com, and we're also on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, Twitter. I think we're most active on Facebook and YouTube, so if you wanted to check in with us there, that'd be great. But the Screenwriting for Teens program on our website, you can find it by looking under Courses and Workshops. It's an eight-month program That uh, starts in
1: October. All of Jacqueline's links are going to be live on wordofmomradio.com. I really encourage you. Take a look at the site. Take a look at this. This is something that, what a great way to spark your child's creativity and take them out of just the box that everybody seems to want to constantly put our kids in instead of letting that creativity come out in so many other ways. So I really do applaud what you are doing. And thank you so much for coming to share your journey with us today. Jacqueline, thanks so much for being here.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: My pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, we're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith sisters and the Sunday drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying, go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. Sure she is, sure she is.